and we're rocking and rolling. Boo, come on. Get yeah, yeah, All right, boo, just move your lips. Just move your lips. All right, everybody, you guys know what it is. It's the one and the only, the American Trollo broadcast, broadcast live directly from Northern California. My name is Boo Boo, and I am the American Trollo sidekick. What up, what up? Look at that. You're looking great. I'm watching style, but it is what it is, people. Yeah, so today we're supposed to have a gentleman, a comedian, a white activist, but today we actually have a white nationalist from the Proud Boys. Please give it up, everybody, to Mr. John Stitz. Is it Stitz or Stites? I mean, if you're going to be wrong, you may as well just be continue to be wrong. About I got to give it up for the consistency. The consistency of the bullshit. Huh? Damn, motherfucker. They, they're going to come and get me. Proud Boys, we, huh? we heard you were part of the, the, the January 6th uh, insurrection in, in Espanol in Univision. <laughs> fuck that, man. No, no, no name gayer than the Proud Boys. The fuck? Somebody, that's, you, like, that's like BBC and shit. You're like, did nobody Google that before they came up with that name? Like, <laughs> y'all, don't have the, y'all don't have the interweb in no. Iowa? Hey, hey, do, do people, no, they have to. They have to be very surprised cuando te escuchan hablando español. Sí, claro que sí. Siempre es una sorpresa para ellos. Sí, sí, sí. Porque si te miran y, y les digo, a un vato que no sabe, le digo, mira, este vato, este gabacho es un proud boy. Van a creer que es la verdad. So, gente de DEA, cabrón. They <laughs> nunca saben eso por qué, pero... Hey, hey, can you guys translate for me? He, he said that he doesn't like you one bit. <laughs> right, right. He said you got cum on your mustache, man. Like, you like... Yeah. It's just saying crazy. I'm gonna get fucked up, man. This, yeah, yeah. This this is definitely gonna be an 18 and yeah, over show, right? Made no money, had to buy my own beer, got my ass whooped by a dude named Boo Boo because I didn't fucking <laughs> like fuck solos, man. I thought they were cool, dude. Hey, so yeah, hey, this this is America, like that one song. This is America. We got we got the the most Chicano guy on YouTube, yeah. Boo Boo. We already done the DNA test. Out of every YouTuber on on YouTube, he is by far the most Chicano. I am the less Chicano. I'm the Honduran from fucking YouTube. <laughs> and the Wero speaks the Spanish. So we're, right, all, yeah. we're, we're, we're all fucked, fucked up. up. We're all that fucked up. That is true. That is America for you, dude. That is America. Yeah. So yeah, today today I got Coors Light, man. Mm. Tell me about your Coors Light story, man. I don't drink that piss, man. Come on, man. Fuck that. You and fucking Willie Barsena, man. So how, how, many, how, many, how many Coors Light did Willie have in his uh, dressing room when you walked in there? <sighs> A lot. And then at the end, <laughs> none. Because like, it's hilarious, man. Like... um yeah, I grew up in Indiana, in Indianapolis, but I've been mm-hmm. out here for about 10 years and like so many things, whether it's Michelada's, taco trucks, yeah. you know, you discover you never go back to your old ways. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you you could, you could hold a gun to my head. I ain't drinking You're no drinking fucking Coors Light. Yeah. I like Modelo Pacifico. <laughs> and so it was the same thing with Willie, man. I was like, you got any Modelo? He's like, I got Coors Light. I was like, on purpose? Um, he's like, 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 you actually bought that? Were they out of Pacifico? He's like, <laughs> fuck you, weirdo. I was like, John, right, John drinks Bud Lights, fool. He just, yeah. he's just playing the part. John drinks Bud Light. He was very hurt when they, when they did the commercial. Man, that shit. I can't drink but like it gives me a oh, headache. That shit's nope. nasty. It's nasty, dude. It that shit's the worst, man. Yeah. Think oh. I, I don't give a fuck. It was America's beer. It was America's uh, beer. It was the king of beers, Holmes. It was the king was of beers. Budweiser. No, yeah, no, it was no, the no, king no. of beers. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. that one was hard. But like, that, yeah. that, even that's tough. Every, everybody drank this shit in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, in the nineties, yeah, but it was tough. Eighties and nineties. That aftertaste was killing. It is one the shits, bro. The fucking goddamn man. Hey, so John, so how do you really pronounce your last name? Stites. John Stites, the comedian. But before you were a comedian, you you've got a quite a story, John. So take us back to when little Johnny was a boy. Where did you grow up exactly? 
I was actually born um, in Hollywood, about a mile from where I live now. My old man is from Indiana, mom's from Kentucky, but dad wound up in Long Beach after Vietnam. Mm. So this poor bastard gets out of Vietnam. He's still a kid. My mom from Kentucky comes out here to meet him. And then the first thing my dad said is, we're going back to Indiana. And my mom took one look at California, and she's like, the fuck we are? <laughs> like, you better get a job, motherfucker. It's like, <laughs> so he yeah. was, yeah, so he was a cab driver, worked in a pancake house. He had like six jobs, went to law school at Loyola at night. Oh, hell yeah. And then uh, I don't remember, I moved. At, we moved out of here when I was like two. Mm. Um, but I grew up in, in downtown or east side of Indianapolis, which is basically downtown. So, so you went out there when you were two years old? No, uh, but in between there, there was also a stop in Miami and then about 10 years in Washington, D.C. But uh, my freshman year in high school, my parents moved me to Indianapolis. How was Indianapolis compared to California back then? <sighs> I mean, I don't. You know, I don't want to shit on Indiana, Those but Indiana, uh, it, it's, I'll tell you this, it's cold, it's flat, and it's white. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's as diplomatic as yeah. I can be, because that's yeah. not open for debate. No, uh, That's no, just the fucking truth. It's cold, it's flat, and it's white, huh? It is, man. It is. It, it's like a runway model. It, yeah, and, and, there's like, and there's no like, <laughs> right? And the, only, and the only Mexicans are like. Home Depot Mexicans. There's no like real like Mexican American. Is there like different? Like, is like is there a different spectrum of Mexicans that you see? Huh? Yeah, there's basically none. That's the fucking. It's, it's just the Home Depot one. Yeah, all, that's just it. like there's no like Mexican Americans. There's, there's, no no there's no boobos. No boobos. No, 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 no Chicanos. Which is just hardcore Mexicans. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're cool. It's just it's a little more of a cultural gap to bridge. Do they the the speaking between each other yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The communications kind of do they yeah. do they got like a spring over there or like good weather or maybe like you know man this, you know this is the motherfucking truth man you don't really realize this shit till you leave the midwest and uh people always like all these fucking people always bitching it's like a shitting on california mm -hmm. it's like there's a reason it's expensive and they're like well i'm gonna go out to st louis it's cheap it's like you know what else is cheap spirit airlines <laughs> you get what the fuck you pay for yeah you sure do that whole oh, so yeah. that, that the Midwest is cool for about six weeks in the spring and s three weeks in fall. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Other than that, it's either freezing or hot as fucking balls. Uh, yeah. And we're we're complaining about this so-called uh, hurricane, hurricane Hillary. Huh? Yeah. That's like we, a regular Wednesday rain out there. Out there. We Boy, had a hurricane you know, and an earthquake on the yeah, same, you know, at the funny, same man. time. We got we got hit with a hurricane and, and an earthquake. I'm like, maybe God does hate the gays, <laughs> man. Like. Man. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, Maybe I've been on the wrong side of this motherfucker. And only in California do you have a fucking hurricane that identifies as a tropical storm. Like, fuck, fuck out of here, man! Shit! Did you end up uh, graduating out of out of uh, Indianapolis over there? Mm -hmm. uh, so you graduated. Were, were you were you out there like uh, back then? Would you be considered a redneck back then? Would you no, make big no, trucks? No, 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 no. Is there, well, it, yeah. it was, it was like, a, oh, I was it, considered a Mexican out there. It was a spectrum of the huevos, the gavachos out there. What, what well, do you guys? It's it's kind of, so I'm I I was what you kind of call a hood Billy. Uh, it's <laughs> like yeah. so you have inner city, which has traditionally been sort of poor white trash but not country mm -hmm. and then hip-hop hits and then black culture start you know that a hey, yeah. dog yeah where it's like black ish hillbilly mm -hmm. redneck yeah. mixed mixed but not country like yeah. still city like you know if you, you tell me to milk a cow be like you milk this dick i don't even know <laughs> fucking, 
I'm not do that shit. I'm from DC, motherfucker. I don't. So I'm like a hybrid man of like DC and Indiana. That's why this accent, people yeah. always ask me like, "Where the fuck are you from?" I'm like, yeah. man, that's a long fucking story, man. <laughs> so, so you, so you graduate high school. At this time, do you have any clue what you're gonna do with your life? No, absolutely not. Um, I was extremely wild. Um, I was I was in trouble with the law pretty early. And um, it isn't any Indianapolis. Yeah. What do you do out there to get in, to get in trouble? Like out here, we shoot people. What do you guys do out there? We we shoot people. They're just, <laughs> <laughs> but on accident. That's the difference between Mexicans and white people. That, that guy, white guy, did it. Yeah, you guys accident. are like, no, we meant to. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I just had too many beers. I shot Dale in the ass. You're like, no, I shot that fool because of his hat, Holmes. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want no beef with that shit. <laughs> just you know, it, it it wasn't anything too bad. It was just, you know, drugs and drinking and driving and, and partying, fighting a lot okay. and firearms. It's just testosterone going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not yeah. Lying, like, you know, I wasn't stealing cars or nothing like that. I was just constantly getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew I wanted to do something with Spanish and I can't I can't do math at all, like not at all. So you're kind of limited on what you can do. So that's when I knew I wanted to go into teaching. And, and what was, uh, I, I mean, I guess, lack of a better word, fascination with you wanting to do something with Spanish? Where did that come from? You know, man, it was really random. Um, I never knew I had a linguistic talent. And mm-hmm. then Indiana University has been doing this program since the 60s called the IU Honors Program. And they give everyone in Indiana this test. Mm-hmm. And they pick the top 10 Spanish speakers in the whole state of Indiana. We just kind of like having the biggest dick in China. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever had a guy covered on. <laughs> Don't really mean much, but, but it's a title, baby. But I got um oh, I got I got selected as one and I got mm-hmm. a scholarship to go study and I lived with a Mexican family in San Luis Potosi, Mexico. And you know, I, I say you know, I was a very good soccer player, and mm-hmm. when I was 16, I only cared about three things, which was beer, soccer, and pussy. And mm-hmm. it turns out if you want to be a Mexican, there ain't but three things on the checklist. <laughs> so I got down there and they were like, this guy's fucking cool, man. Yeah, and yeah. then once I started dating a hooker and <laughs> no, I'm for real, man. On my mother's grave. You that's started dating a hooker. Yeah, that's my act. In when Mexico. I, when I do, yeah. Yeah, in San Luis Potosí, man. Yeah. Yeah. How, how does a how does a young good boy from Indianapolis? Well, go first of all, I wasn't a hooker. good boy. Right, right. I was a fucking scumbag, yeah. man. And I was like, I wasn't I, I was not a victim. We were doing blow. I was choking her and shit. I was wild, man. I was wild. <laughs> and, and, and did you finally say, Will you go out with me? Or <laughs> no, but I did. how old were you at this time? Sixteen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you know, people don't realize, man, like Mexico's wild. Nobody gives a fuck. No, 19, no, I don't no. know what it's like it, no as much does. now, but in nineteen ninety one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody cared, man. Mm-hmm. You, I was 16. I was driving, yeah. drinking and driving all the time. Because well, the legal but, age out there is 18 to, yeah. to drink. No, there, right? there isn't one. Yeah. And you can go to nightclubs. I, I was going to nightclubs mm-hmm. and doing blow and just like I was like, I was grown in Mexico. Life. I'm like, I ain't, going back, to, I ain't going back to Indiana. <laughs> Fuck them Applebee's bitches, man. I'm a Mexican. <laughs> chon, chon, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm the only white boy swimming the other way in the Rio. Go, John, John. John, John. No mames, barrate, puto. John, John. Hey, hey, the border was like, is that motherfucker swimming the opposite way? Absolutely, man. Goddamn. She'd be like, where's your papers? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm 15. John, John. 
O sea, ¿cómo, ¿Cómo se llamaba? Ella, y ella, ¿cómo se llama? Bernarda. 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 Yeah, la casa de, de you, like, you know the book, Casa de Bernarda Alba. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Bernarda. And, and if that, that's how you know yeah. she was old. Oh. <laughs> she was, she was like 54, dude. Wow. Yeah, I was 16. Damn. So check this out. Yeah. So, Tell us about so, it. I speak, yeah. so I speak, I speak Spanish fluently. Yes. I was only in Mexico for five weeks. Uh-huh. 30, 35 <laughs> years ago. And it's because the 10 kids who went, it's an academic program. And I'm not saying this to be a dick, but yeah. the, the other kids, they were nerds because it's an academic yes, program. Yes. So they weren't drinking. They weren't doing Nothing. anything. They went everywhere together. So they only spoke English because they were always together. Mm -hmm. And I like to say that while they were trying to learn, they, while they were busy studying how to live like a Mexican, I was actually living with the Mexicans. <laughs> And I'm fucking them and fighting them. and yeah, Everything. And You're all up in the mix. Yeah. yeah. And I had a killer family. I had three brothers yeah. who were fucking incredible. And I had a horrible fucked up family, man. So these me this was the first normal loving family I'd ever seen. Oh, yeah. Obviously. So it was just, yeah. You know what's that's, that's so funny. Uh, um, yeah. Look at this I didn't understand boy. how fuck they fuck you guys up too mm -hmm. until I started telling that story. Yeah. It's like Felipe, any Mexican comic I've ever told that story about how mm -hmm. great my Mexican family was, they're yeah. like, they're not mostly like that. <laughs> 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 they beat them kids, they yeah. just waited till you left for school. <laughs> hey, so 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 when did you and the Mexican hooker end up finally breaking it off was it like titanic and you were leaving back to the states no you know man um i really I mean, how many had, kids she had i, was, I mean you I, came an instant dad like that she had um she had one of her kids was 23 oh, and shit. i i used to teach him english so i would tutor him in english and fuck his mom at night yeah and fuck his mom at night and he didn't care he was cool man he was like he yeah man i yeah i mean i would drive their car Yeah. around go pick her up from work i was six yeah. you know this is you gotta remember the man this was just for a white kid from indiana mm -hmm. this was a trip this was a whole new world total mind world. <laughs> it is and then and then learning another language and being accepted and assimilated because mm -hmm. you know mexicans are the i would say they're the opposite of the french like you cannot learn french well enough for those people to stop being cunts about it. Oh, yeah. Versus yeah. Mexicans, if you fucking say, don't they style a biblioteca, like, dude, you're family. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're bringing, they're slaughtering goats. They're bringing out daughters you can pick from. They're just like, hey, fucking. <laughs> It's the truth. Yeah. It's Rosalinda. But, like, I'm kidding, but you guys are, like, as, a, 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 like, so loving and accepting mm -hmm. of people who take time to know anything about your culture man mm -hmm. and this was this is back when it was still cool to be american mm -hmm. abroad you know <laughs> yeah, abroad. yeah nowadays gotta like, yeah. 91 they still liked us yeah. but, <laughs> but they don't even like us here now yeah. no now i walk around i travel overseas people come up to me i'm like i'm from la man don't blame me for shit dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I so you you were only out there for about five weeks mm -hmm. you five weeks and then uh you come back to the states where do you go Uh, I went to college and then, well, I had one more year of high school and then I went to college and I got kicked out of college um, for the same things I was always in trouble for, which was drinking and fist fighting. I was just, I was wild. And then after that, that's how I wound up in the army. Okay. So talk yeah. to us about the army. How old were you when you first went there? Uh, 18. Okay. You go, yeah. you go to the army. You, yeah. Is that was like, you were like, I got to do something. So what, what, year, what year is this? Well, this, so this was 1993 and this is my 18th birthday and basically... My dad, I, like, huh? we're, we're in Desert Storm at that point, right? Yeah, that's right. why I joined. Oh, okay. Because okay. I was like, fuck, you know, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be going to war. So they mm -hmm. wanted me to actually be, because I had linguistic talent, they wanted me to be a linguist. They wanted mm -hmm. to send me to Monterrey. 
to the language school, and I tried like a dumb fuck. I chose the infantry. Oh shit! <laughs> and the recruiter was like, "No, no, no, dude, yeah. no, you're gonna go to college." And I'm like, "I want, I want to jump out of planes." Yeah. So of course, <laughs> I, for America. I want to be in the shit. <laughs> send me to, yeah, and then they sent me to Texas. With here's your broom. I'm like, "Where are the fucking snipers?" They're like, "Shut the fuck up." I'm like, "Oh, this must be to sweep up all the brains from the people I'm gonna kill with my sniper rifle." It's like, no, you're sweeping that parking lot because there's no wars, motherfucker. You're like, fuck. How long were you in the army for? Uh, just long enough to know I didn't like the fucking <laughs> army, man. I don't two, two two and a half years, man. I don't like being. I got. I just. I have major, major, major problems with authority. Being told, People. yeah. Well, you're in the wrong oh, yeah. place if you yeah, go to the for army, sure, yeah. man. Right? Like of yeah. all the tests I took, not one not picked one that came shit back. up. Yeah, not right. one was like, dude. It turns out you're supposed to be anywhere but here. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> go join the peace. You should you, go back you, to Mexico you, and fuck horse. <laughs> Huh. Seems like, like you were killing that. Yeah. That's a you, skill. You should have messed with the janitors, yeah, man. man. Fuck at that point. Yeah, yeah exactly. Man. See if you could join a Mexican army, dude. If you could, if you got some fucking sneakers, they'll let you in. So, so you're out of you're out of the army. What what are you doing with yourself? I mean, what what was your career? Because now we fast forward. You're doing comedy, but I, I'm trying to get to what all that space, and then you became a, a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the short version is I didn't have any money, so for a year I worked on a concrete and asphalt truck with a crew of Mexicans. Mm -hmm. And so being able to speak Spanish, it, it made it so enjoyable. Mm -hmm. uh, everything enjoyable except how much these motherfuckers were working. Oh, yeah. Where it's like me and the black dude were shitty as fuck because we're like, dude, could you what, slow the fuck down? Fuck, this ain't fucking, you know, Georgia in 1820, dude. You don't, ain't nobody gonna whip us, dude. You yeah, don't have yeah. to work that hard. Like, fuck, man. Damn. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not cut out for this either. And then I went back to college, uh, measured in Spanish. Did, I thought I was going to be a high school teacher. That lasted about half a semester. I was like, I'm going to slap one of these little fucks. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It was unbelievable. And that's when I went to grad school, um, went to grad school in Spain and became a, a Spanish professor at oh, Indiana shit. University. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, so we're sitting here yeah, in front of a, a professor. professor. I was, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That's dope. So yeah, five years of that. You went from going to slap a high was it high school you were teaching at first? Yeah. You, you were going to say, I'm going to slap a high school kid. I'm out of here. Got, yeah. And then you became a professor. Oh, yeah. How, how was that like from the beginning and why did you end up taking off? Um, it, uh, it was luck. Um, there was an emergency cancellation. One of the one of the teachers had one of the professors had um, a complication with her pregnancy. And so at the time I was actually working for Eli Lilly, which is a huge pharmaceutical company. I was working in their international business department. I was miserable as fuck because I'd never been put it just in a yeah. desk in a tiny room before. I'm not cut off of that shit either. And my mentor was like, look, man, do you want to teach one class at night? Because they all knew me from my undergrad. Because okay. I had like I had like a four point oh, I had like a three point eight GPA in my undergrad and I was yeah. good at what I did. And they were like, you can teach. I said, I don't have a master's. And they said, as long as you start pursuing one, we can give you one class. And I was like, oh, this is great. Well, it turns out the number one skill you need to teach freshman grammar at a fucking college is being entertaining. Oh, you don't, you're just trying to keep motherfuckers awake. Yes. You know, and interesting. So I was really good at lecturing and coming up with creative ideas mm -hmm. for the methodology and lesson planning and stuff. And so they came back and they were like, do you want to go full time? So I wound up doing that for about five years. So, so you got a master's in, in what? Uh, MAT, in, in, master's in the art of teaching. 
Oh, shit. In, in La, La Universidad de Salamanca. So I do, a, I talk a lot about that in my act, man, because mm-hmm. I had very different experiences with Spain and Mexico. I liked, I liked Mexico a lot more <laughs> than I liked Spain. <laughs> ¿Qué es la diferencia de México y España? Hay varios cabrón. Número uno es que, claro, el acento es cabrón. Hablan como, no estoy seguro si acaba de regresar de la dentista o la cocksucking carnival. Pero hablas como así, cabrón. It's like, dude, a mí me gustan las mujeres, cabrón. Este es, you know, México es just, es un poquito más machismo. Right. Um, y uh, desafortunadamente un poquito de misogyny misogynia right. or whatever pero well so, that's what they think but this so, is so hombre pero a mí no vale verga cabrones it, it, it's just a culture it, it is it's all it is it's it just is a culture. it is it is and um, I just you know I lived in a dorm in in Spain and it was a, a program for international students so we mostly spoke English and so I just I mean I I, I break balls a lot I had, a, I had a really good time in spain but you know when you live with a family you become part of a fucking family and that's why the the tie to mexico i don't feel any connection at all to spain not really mm-hmm. i had a good time i went to school there it was cool um the women are stunning the food's fantastic in fact ideally i wish i could take the mexicans and put them in spain <laughs> Because people are like, you want to live in Mexico? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. You've been to Mexico? It's like yeah. fucking, you take West Virginia yeah. and Mad Max. <laughs> Mix it all up. Con loncheras, cabrón. That's fucking Mexico. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> but, so is it safe to say that that five-week trip when you were a young man in Mexico kind of changed your whole it, life? It completely, completely, completely changed my life, man. Then I got tired of being poor. Cause you don't make any money teaching and I was bartending at night still. And I just got married and I went into sales and then I was in sales for about mm-hmm. four years, five years. And then I made a bunch of money because I loved what I did when I taught, but I was poor and I got mm-hmm. tired of being poor. So then mm-hmm. I went and I chased the money and I got the money, but I was miserable because I hated what the fuck I did. Yeah. So I worked in the healthcare industry and it was oh. just boring as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. So here I'm at 33, I go through a divorce, 2008 crash happens. Right. So the crash happens, lose my job, getting divorced, everything. Lose your chick, lose your house. Everything. everything. Like everything, you're everything. You're a country song right and, now. And, and, and in like two days. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so just... I was just like, what the Damn. fuck, man? And uh, I'd always had a dream of doing stand-up. I come from a big Irish Catholic family. And, you know, Irish Catholics and Mexicans are very similar, mm-hmm. man. A lot of drinking, a lot of joke telling, a lot of ball breaking. <laughs> I'm for real, man. For real. For real. And... um. I know this sounds fucked up, but, and I've been doing it for 15 years now, only gig, but I was like, I think I could do stand up. Mm-hmm. So GoDaddy was new, and I bought, they had those commercials where it was like, yes. you buy a website, it's real. So for 99 cents, I bought Operation Comedy, and I was like, my, my dream was to have an R rated USO. Okay. And I did that for three years, it took off. And then I got, and I don't know, how, how much time am I, am I talking to you? You're running, let's Keep go. Going. Keep going. So, um, I'm 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 doing these big big theater shows, and I'm brand new to stand up, and mm-hmm. but I'm I'm organizing them, I'm promoting them, and and they're fundraisers. So I'm doing like two and th- three thousand seat theaters across the Damn. Midwest, but I still need to learn how to do stand up. And somebody who books is one of the biggest bookers in the whole country. I did a showcase for him in Chicago, and I had a. One of the first bits I ever read, and it's hacky as fuck, man. But I was I was like a year into comedy, and it was about the the uh, if there were a black snuggie, 
it would be a giant crown royal bag called the thuggy. <laughs> it's corny as fuck, man. I would never do it now. Yeah. But it would always get a huge laugh, man. Uh -huh, yeah, and this yeah. booker hears that. That's my first, that's the only joke I had that was worth the fuck, but it's the only one he heard <laughs> when he was walking through the room. Mm -hmm. And he'd been looking for a white guy to do black rooms. Okay. Because if you have a black opener, a black middle, and a black headliner around the same age, and so they're going to do each other's material. Mm -hmm. So word gets out, like, dude, there's a white boy you can book. He's not going to step on any of your punchlines. He's funny, but not funny enough to be a threat. Yeah. And so for four years on the road, I only opened for black headliners. Yeah. And that's so I'm getting this dual experience of doing operation comedy shows and then on the road, actually learning how to do stand up because I'm doing 30 minutes seven times a week for all black crowds. And how, how, how was, was that? that? Yeah, how was it? You walking Dude, out there? You walking it, out there and you, it, you, it, it, how, how'd your stick start? It was, you know, I had, um, I, I had a joke that I would do where I would walk out and I, because I figured I got to address the elephant in the room and yeah. I would come out and I'd go, look, I know you guys don't really want to fuck with me right now. And I would get a little laugh and I'd go, but here's the news. I don't really want to fuck with you guys. <laughs> I too would rather be watching Bruce Bruce and having a cold cocktail. <laughs> but the way this works is I'm telling these jokes because I got to make this $8. Yeah. And I would get a laugh and I'd yeah. go, so we can do this together like high school and all get out of here earlier. Yeah. Or I can give it to you Cosby style. Yeah. <laughs> and that would get like a pullback. But then I would go, that means either we fucking or I'm fucking. Yeah. <laughs> And that would always get yeah. a huge uh, laugh. And the thing with black crowds, man, is if you get them early, yeah, they'll you roll got with you to the, the whole fucking end, man. Uh, so once yeah. I once I wrote like an actual opener that mm -hmm. I knew would kill every time, the confidence from that just kept growing. Kept how, growing. How many growing. times did you actually choke out before you finally got that opener? Go to you know what's crazy, man. Um, I, I, and this goes into why I knew I could do Spanish stand up because. You know, people would ask me, they'd say, what was it like doing black rooms? I'm like, they're some of the easiest rooms. Mm -hmm. Because when you look like me, yeah, the bar is so low. <laughs> they're not expecting much. So low that right? if you, like, don't trip on your dick walking out there and, like, you know, ask, do you guys know Antifa? Is that your cousin? Like, if yeah. you don't say anything really fucking dumb, like, talk about their nail or their hair and shit, mm -hmm. like, you're going to kill. Yeah. And... They don't really give a fuck about you because they're there for a headliner. You're just sort of a filler. Yeah, a filler. A filler. So yeah. it's like, hey, you know, no, we, we didn't pay anything for him. So he's a freebie. Yeah, it's a freebie. But look, I had a white boy to this thing. Like, hey, he did hey, okay. Right. And they, I think, would also acknowledge the pressure. Mm -hmm. They they like the fact that you would fearlessly come out and swing dick and tell jokes and take risks and do real material about knowing black people. I, I think they really appreciate it. So that man. was for four years you did that? Four years, and, man. And you yeah. you obviously must have learned a lot coming. Oh, my God, end, right? dude. Yeah, 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 man. It was... Um, and keep keep in mind, I mean, I'm working with big names and I'm doing only... So there's one guy who books the middle acts for the improvs and all the funny bones. Mm -hmm. And those are clubs where you can actually make money. Like they take yeah. care of their openers. They pay okay. them well. They give you steak and all your drinks. And, mm -hmm. and these black comics were incredibly kind. And they would let me sell merch after the show, even though I wasn't the headliner. Yes. Because these guys, they'll do a comedy club when they're trying out new material. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to sell stuff afterwards because it's beneath them. Mm -hmm. But not only would they allow me to sell stuff some of them like would help promo my stuff on stage oh, like during yeah. their set like hey bye and you know in in the black community there's the whole thing with hustling cds out of the back of the yes. trunk 
So they understood yeah. and they would, you know, support, support me. And I, I had, a, I'll never forget, I had a shirt that said, uh, control the population, go fuck yourself, <laughs> which is a very white, black people don't say go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a no. pretty white thing to say. <laughs> and the number of times in the line, there'd be somebody and they'd get up, they'd give me black dude or chick or whatever. They'd give me 20 bucks and I'd go to give them a shirt and they'd be yeah, like, no, nah, man, I'm that's good. cool. Just, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just looking you just up, to help man. you get some yeah. gas money to yeah. Cleveland, motherfucker. <laughs> Keep doing your thing, white boy, but I ain't wearing that. <laughs> hey, but that's dope. You, you yeah. got that love. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You've experienced a lot of what America is, man. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. And, uh, you know, it it was an incredible learning experience, but it gave me a tremendous amount of confidence when I switched over to the Spanish thing. To now, doing now, how long, like for, let's say, comedians that are just coming up, how long are you going to be doing that before you start actually making some money? Mm. You know, things have changed now. And uh, I, so I, I, I run two shows. I run two Latino stand-up shows. I run Thursdays at the Hollywood Laugh Factory with Paul Rodriguez, and then mm -hmm. I started my funny own show. Funny yes. show, thank you. And I started my own show at the Ice House with Be Real from Cypress Hill. It's a weed-themed Latino Mota show. Tuesday. Mota Martes. Oh, Mota Martes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so in Pasadena, right? Yeah. Okay. And okay, so nice. now there's this generation of Latino comics who've cracked the code on social media. Nice. You know, there's uh, Concrete is one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ken yes. Flores, monster fucking comic. Uh, Jay Valentino. Okay. Um, and they're um, selling out. And they're man. selling I'm out. It. I'm they're loving it. They're loving it. Renee Vaca mm -hmm. is selling out, I mean, all over the country. He just sold out three fucking shows in Chicago. Yeah. Young kid. That's dope. Fearless. That's dope. So the game has changed, man. And so what, you know, like I've always been a big fan of, you know, fuck dues, pay yourself. Yeah. So a lot of these kids mm -hmm. have figured out, like, you know, this is my live nation. This is my old network. Yeah. This is, I, I don't need anybody for this shit. I'll yeah. sell out my own fucking shit. Fuck y'all, man. Is, is that what you think it is? Because, I mean, we've always had a lot of, you know, Latino comics yeah. and funny of them, yeah. but it seems like they could never really break through it. The, the only one I could really think of that broke through before anybody was really, of course, George Lopez. And you had mm -hmm. Mencia. Then Mencia got bashed with Rogan. Then he went down. And then after that, you really weren't seeing that many Latino comics like headlining some big stuff. I mean, you had like HBO Latino, but you had nothing yeah. in HBO. Right. Why, why do you think that was? Well, you know, I think one of the biggest problems with white people in and the way they look at Latinos is they really don't understand that, you know, Mexico is a deeply conservative country. And I always say that, you know, Mexicans, not all you guys, of course, but in general, Mexicans are just brown rednecks. <laughs> like I knew a lot of Mexicans in the fucking army and they like guns. They have pickup trucks. They yeah. love the fuck out of America. They drink beer. They'll punch you in the fucking mouth. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I mean, I'm being real, yeah, man. Like, right. they're, they're, every, they're every bit as redneck. You ever been to Mexico? Like, it's kind of trashy. Like, I'm not, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. But that, it's, you that's know. When, that's where the Cowboys came yeah, from. I mean, look, I'm from Indiana. Man. Yeah. yeah, exactly, that's man. So when people like these rednecks who literally, if the color of their skin were different, would basically fit right in right. in Mexico. It's mm -hmm. like, you guys, I'm like, there's a ranchero culture. and yeah. mm -hmm. So I think that's part of it. I think is them not understanding um that they can go watch a Latino show and laugh their fucking balls out. I mean, you know the comic. Yes. Um, Jesus Trejo, mm -hmm. Jerry Garcia. Oh, yeah. um, there's a female named Luz Pasos, Peruvian chick, one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever seen. Jesus Sepulveda. 
um, the the other guys I mentioned, if, if you're white and you go see these comics, you're going to laugh your fucking ass off. And then you've got, of course, Willie Barsena and, right. you know, Felipe and these guys. Yes. So I think now what's starting to happen is people are starting to understand, like, the the, the differences between our cultures are really not that They're much. They're really not that much. Yeah, I think people just had this stigma of it's just some tacky stuff, but the numbers are starting to show. These guys are yep. selling out, selling out shows everywhere they go. And well, and I hope i hope that you know if if you're a fucking cracker or a black dude or whatever like like ken flores this kid have you seen him i haven't seen ken flores he's one of the funniest comics i've ever seen in my fucking life really i i brought him in i had a show with with um paul rodriguez Mm -hmm. so it was stacked i don't remember who was on the lineup but it was like me, Jerry Garcia, he's like killers. And then Paul comes in and does 45 minutes at the end. Paul kills it. And just yeah. face fucks the whole crowd. <laughs> and this kid named, yes, named Ken, this really, he'd been sitting there politely, hadn't high-sided no one, wasn't Hollywood, nothing. And I don't remember who recommended it, but there's like, hey, man, why don't you, why don't you put him up at the end? Now, that's a, that's a shitty place to put a comic because mm-hmm. the crowd's all done. It's better to not put him up there. So I went over just out of respect. I said, "Hey, man, you know this. I, I mean, I'm happy to give you a spot, but I didn't know anything about this kid's background. Yeah. He went up and lit this motherfucker, dude. It was like Ooh. he CPR'd him back Damn. from the dead, so he could kill him all over again mm-hmm. in nice. ten minutes. In ten minutes, I got goosebumps. Yeah. He fucking yeah. murdered mm-hmm. as hard as I've I'm like no exaggeration. As hard as you can imagine, someone killing Ken in Flores. ten minutes. Ken, Ken fucking Flores. Where's he from?" He's from Chicago, Mexican dude. And then so I, I had him out for Multimartes. I go, dude, you got to come out. I got this other show I'm starting. He's a super nice kid. He comes out and fucking, and then I got to watch him do 20. And he murdered twice as hard. Ow. I'm like, how long you been out here? He's like, two months. Ow. And he's out here. He's been in LA already. for two months and people already he's don't want to follow the kid. And then there's a guy named, the, 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 the other guy, Rene Vaca, who is fearless. He's fucking fearless. So there's people who just watch somebody kill as hard as Ken and go, I don't want to follow that. Yeah. Renee's another young kid. I figured he would have been a little bit nervous. He he, he didn't give a fuck, man. He's just got a drink. I'm like, you sure you want to go on? He was just like, but he wasn't rude. He Mm -hmm. just didn't high sight, just quiet confidence. And he just went up and just fucking murdered, man. So So that's the game, huh? Sometimes you're just on there. It's almost like. You just got these two fights out the way. Like, you can't beat that fight. Well, but, and and again, I'm not pointing any, but the problem is, as with anything in life, and we're Mm -hmm. a little bit older, we know this, when you skip a lot of steps, you you miss out on a lot of the the mistakes and the fuck-ups and the waste. So what is interesting, what remains to be seen is, is the longevity going to be there? Because part of what makes comics... Like you've met a lot of comics. We're very mellow, yeah. humble people because oh, yeah, comedy yeah. kicks your fucking face in when you start. I mean, it's brutally humbling to bomb, which everyone does in the beginning. Of course. So it's it's it it, it will be interesting. Um, I got sidetracked, but I you know I think another thing is um, I got to tell you the only thing I don't like about Mexican culture. Y'all got the oh, worst shit. TV I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my god! Have dude. you seen the news? This motherfucker, dude. I would rather <laughs> shave my head with a fucking cheese grater than watch. Oh shit! It's horrible, what? man. And 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 not so much now, but especially back in the day. I mean, that's why the Simpsons had the guy in the bee costume. It was just a, a clown <laughs> hey, on just our bed. Yeah. yeah. Now clearly, I'm not talking about Mexican American. I'm talking yeah. about Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. So a lot of those older guys came up watching Luis de Alba and mm-hmm. all that, you know, character base, which I can. It's just not my thing. 
So now you've got these guys, like I just mentioned, all those names and even the Jesus, the Jer these guys grew up watching the same stand-up we all did. They grew yes. up watching American stand-up. And when you mm -hmm. watch them, they're going to fucking murder. Mm -hmm. so, so how did you get into... Uh, well, I see a lot of Spanish. You, you stopped doing uh, the comedy after four years with the brothers. And then where did you go with your comedy your career there? Um, I, I had to do that because in the Midwest, you can make a good living doing that because you've got something like 45 clubs just in Indianapolis. You've got, you know, Chicago date. There's five in, you know, there's five in Ohio. Like you can make a living, but I knew I wanted to come out here and try something bigger, particularly with operation comedy. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'd been working with some big names on my operation comedy shows. And I'd been telling them, I'm like, this was seven years ago. I was like, we should try the Spanish thing. We should. And they just were looking at me yeah, and it I wasn't computing. <laughs> And so nobody was taking me seriously. And on a bet, I went and I auditioned for Tengo Talento, Mucho Talento. It's online. <laughs> oh, you can see shit, it. And, okay. I, and, and I made it to the fucking finals yeah. as a white boy doing stand-up. And I'll never forget. I auditioned. I was the very last guy because they were just like, they Burnt weren't out. seeing yeah. it. And yeah. I wasn't sure what the fuck I was doing. I didn't really have an act then. I had mm -hmm. basically like five. Like if you watch, I got yeah. five minutes of like fairly lowest common denominator mm -hmm. you know knock knock yes. jokes i mean like one of them you know it's like you know you know hace muchos años era maestro de español y de hecho no quiero presumirles pero gané un premio por ser el mejor maestro de español desafortunadamente el estado fue indiana y no existía ni ningún mexicano para corregirme cabrón ganar un premio por ser el mejor maestro de español es como tener la verga más grande en chile no vale verga And it was right. just that ain't that ain't really good, but it's you know it but was because it, you're hearing it from a widow and he could speak right. this. But I'll yeah, never forget, just, man. I was the very last dude, the last motherfucker, and the guy working the camera was leaning out and yeah. laughing. And yeah. I looked over, and all the other people, and you know that shows for like Mexican Mexicans, yeah. <laughs> you know, like real yeah. Mexican. Mm -hmm. They were all mm -hmm. fucking laughing, and I was like, maybe I'm onto something here. And then yeah. word got back to the producers, like this will be an interesting. It's because yeah. you're you're like a you're like a unicorn, but you're also get it. You get the people, you get the culture, yeah. And that's yeah. that that's a hard thing for somebody to actually get when you speak in the Spanish. It is, man. And then you know I've been doing this for seven years now, almost. And you know one of the most humbling things is the way Latin comics seem to fuck with me. Right. I mean, I I can't because you know you really, you know, you just want to tell your jokes and drink some beer and make people laugh, but also you don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to be something i'm not right you know i'm not trying to like yeah i don't think yeah but the thing is mexicans don't give a fuck about shit like that they don't care they don't they don't they're just like are you funny or not yeah yeah and make us laugh and filthy yep. dude yeah. my act oh my god dude i talk about everything like if if you see like you come yeah. to one of my shows i got mm -hmm. a solid like 35 40 minutes and every day i'm telling a joke where i'm like dude you could never do this with a white crowd man because they yeah. don't they don't give a <laughs> fuck like no, and I, when I went to the yeah. the one at the was it the Laugh Factory in Hollywood? Yeah, uh, I didn't know you were also. Good. I thought you just put it together and you were like the guy putting it all. I thought, oh, he's the white guy putting it all together, getting all the talent. Then I said, wait a minute, he's going up on stage. And then the kicker was, I said, this fucking guy did it, the whole stand up on fucking mm -hmm. in Spanish, and it was funny. It was it was Thank hilarious, you. but. 
The best part of it is that whole show is so good. So good. It's so good, dude. Yeah. If, 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 are you guys still running that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 On Thursdays, right? Yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't gone to that show, you need to go watch that show. And, yeah. and Paul Rodriguez hasn't missed a step. No. God, That's dude, the beauty he's part. He's so fucking... He's, and watching him, you know, I'll, I'll have like a, uh, I'll put like, like I'll have Jay Valentino on the lineup. Nice. And he'll bring out kind of a younger crowd. And maybe mm-hmm. they don't know so much about a Paul Rodriguez. Yes. And I'll watch it. He, dude, he's fucked. Because people yeah. forget like. Who he was. Like Bill Burr is a friend of mine. He's been doing stand-up for 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Yes. Paul Rodriguez has been doing stand-up for 50 yes. fucking yes. years. And he is, he, he, there's nothing that even remotely you know throws that guy off it's like hey man we got a younger crowd tonight and who are, it was be like he literally just woke up motherfucker got like pillow marks <laughs> still he's 70 man he'll just walk out of stage like and he's very accessible you want to go take yeah. pictures with him yeah. he'll, he'll yeah. be there yeah. be like you want anything to drink he's like give me a fucking coffee dude and it's yeah. like, and it, it takes him a minute or two to wake up and then when he does you know it's like it's like you know he's a fucking he 1952 electorate it takes yeah. a second <laughs> <laughs> when you get that when it fires up man he's it's great to watch so him, how long man. you guys been running the one on the left factory now in hollywood uh going on almost a year now that, nice man yeah. yeah that was very dope my uh my uh, my brother-in-law sister-in-law say hey, we got to go back yeah yeah we, we definitely got to make it back but now i also want to go try out the the mota martes yeah that one's a lot of that one's a lot of fun too man and um you know some, how, how did that come about so when I was a kid in Indiana, you know, I, uh, like a lot of us, I was very, very like hip hop just blew me the fuck away, man. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a young kid, it was punk rock and I was a punk kid. But then when hip hop hit, you know, fucking well, straight out well, of hip hop was just, out there. Like, yeah, well, it did. Groups. We, we, well, I mean, same thing out here. Yeah, or? absolutely. Absolutely. Because Indianapolis is, you know, it's like the 11th largest city in the country. I mean, okay. it's a big ass city and there's mm-hmm. there's plenty of hood. So like when I'm out and somebody be like, this is John from Indianapolis. This is like, this is John from Indiana. I'm like, Indianapolis, motherfucker. Like <laughs> where the Colts play. <laughs> like that's where I grew up. Like we got hood. Yeah, uh, like do you yeah, hear right. the way I talk? Do I sound like I just got off a fucking farm? <laughs> the fuck, man. But all the same shit. Um, but of all of them, the one that stuck out to me was Cypress Hill because we didn't have any Mexicans. Yeah. None. Like I, there were brothers everywhere when I went to where I went to school and everything. I grew mm-hmm. up with a lot of black dudes, but Cypress Hill was just, they sounded different. They were yeah. weird. They were always mm-hmm. talking about weed, but their shit bumped and yeah. they were hard. Mm-hmm. They were just different, man. So I'd always had this, this idea, like, man, if I could ever get a chance to to work with Be Real and his yes. cannabis company mm-hmm. on a stand-up show. That's been my dream forever, man. And then I finally got in a situation where I met him and got some information. And you know, man, it's 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 stressful. Cause you don't, you don't ever, you know how it is, man. You you meet famous people, the world, don't ask them for shit right? mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Period. But I knew this was something different. I just had a feeling it was something he was gonna dig. It wasn't gonna cost him nothing, and he's yeah. got a, he's got fire fucking grass, man. And I've been, you know, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm a I'm a night I'm an edibles guy, but mm-hmm. you know, I take weed at night. Yeah, edibles helps me mellow out, man. Because I'm a very high strong dude, and I pitched him, and he could not have been any more generous and just oh. an awesome, awesome guy. And he got it, and he was like, "Let's fucking do it, man." He put mm-hmm. his name by, like, just a really great fucking dude. And then next thing you know. You got a fucking promo reel from fucking B Real. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm like, and and this isn't. This, we've all met. You meet famous people out yeah, in LA. Of this isn't, like I'm not name dropping, but yeah. smoking a fucking blunt with Cypress Hill. 
<laughs> of all the shit I've done, dude. Insane. I remember it was Insane. just it was the thing where you're just like, yeah. this is fucking uh, bonkers, man. Right, right. You've been listening to <laughs> like, this since you were a kid. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like Oh, yeah. it just that's you know he's just that dude yeah, man right, exactly. sure. um so yeah so having that that relationship and that partnership and that show's been going on for about a month now and where's that show at every tuesday at the ice house at, at the ice o'clock. house huh? in pasadena yeah. right yeah okay yeah we, we, we gotta we make gotta that go. one yeah we gotta, we gotta hit it so so yeah. what do you guys got uh on the on the lineup uh what's today are you guys doing it today uh, uh tomorrow. tomorrow oh my god dude i'm hoping yeah. you'll play yeah. dude check <laughs> out this yeah. line check out this lineup check out this yeah. lineup fucking uh Ken Flores, mm-hmm. Ken Jerry, Flores Gar- gonna be there. Jerry Garcia, Jesus Sepulveda. I don't know. Do you know who Jesus Trejo is? No. no. Another fucking murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jay Valentino. Oh, Jay Valentino. Oh, and uh, Momo Rodriguez. And uh, Momo over there. Momo's on there. As long from, as, from, as, from Lopez. Uh, as long as you weren't going to oh. say uh, Martin Moreno, he's coming here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> is he coming here? Yeah. Man, you tell that. Look, the first dude, the first motherfucker who agreed to do the Spanish shit you know, one of the things that's fascinating um, it, it is the actual phonetics and the concrete grammar and structure and all that's fascinating. But what really fascinates me is culture, mm-hmm. socioeconomics, politics, you know, um, all that types of shit. So a lot of the fucking Latino comics out here didn't do stand up in Spanish. Almost none of them did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them didn't want to because they were telling me they're like, dude, it's it's it, it's probably good that a white dude's trying to start this movement because you ain't going to get judged like us. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yes. Because they judge mm-hmm. our people judge us. And he's like, we've yes. worked not naming one person. Oh, other, but yeah. the oh, general yeah. feel was like, bro, I fucking clawed through a mile of broken glass just to get here in English. I ain't trying to go fucking back and open mic in Spanish. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of telling him, I'm like, dude, it's the same. It ain't Google Translate. It's not that simple. And the first dude who did it fearlessly was Martin Moreno. Oh. He was the first guy who didn't blink an eye and was just like, I'll fucking do That's that right. shit. Martin and he had like 40 minutes. Dude, he had this joke about the fucking... It's, I've got it somewhere. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's about yeah. going to the proctologist. And it's a story in Spanish. And it murders. And it was just cool as shit to watch, man. And then you were watching the more of these comics who were kind of nervous about it. Yeah. They would dip a toe in that pool and just be like, oh, it's the, it's the fucking same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but they were telling you the the dirty dark secret of us, man, of the hate that we put towards one another. Like that's why they they don't want to do the jokes sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and you have to see it from st- stepping back. I, I, I got to be honest, I don't. Mm-hmm. And here's why: there's a kid named um, I don't a kid. I'm not insulting him. He's a grown man. Just, you're, I'm you're so just, just an old man. Up. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> old as old. fuck. He's a he's a Chilean kid named Fabrizio Capano. And he's really funny and he's huge in South America. Mm-hmm. Like he does theaters and, and arenas and shit. He's a okay. big deal. But, you know, I had a hard, I, I had a, I'd one of Felipe's crowds one night, which is a little more, you know, like you guys, just yeah, yeah. a little more rough and tumble and mm-hmm. ready for some shit and yeah. not fighting wise, but no, you, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, the type of, of comedy you guys expect is a little more fucking hardcore. And that ain't really Fabrizio, man. And he's Chilean and it's just different. I was like, well, you know what? Let's see. And he fucking killed because funny is funny. Funny is funny. Yep. Um, Francisco Ramos. Do you know who he is? Oh, you no. should. Venezuelan dude. Um, been here. But I've been here for like 10, 15. Been doing stand up yeah. here for 10 or 15 years. Mm-hmm. Killer. 
And so I would, I wasn't noticing it, but also at the same time, you also got to be careful. You as a white dude start lecturing Latinos about the Latinos. It's like, actually, you guys, uh, you guys are doing it wrong. I haven't yeah, found, yeah, I yeah. haven't found much racism from yeah, you guys again. So, like, cause that's, you, you don't buy tortillas. Cause you ain't, exactly, motherfucker. <laughs> cause you're like the fucking, like you just jumped off yep. the Lucky Charms box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Plus, we never talk to you for more than ten minutes, and so we yeah. never get a chance to really dislike you, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, right. you're, you're the unicorn. They're all, they're all gonna know. Yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not just, we're just another brown face to get hate on yeah but it's um you know it's definitely something real but it's it's a fascinating thing to watch Mm -hmm. man and and doing stand-up in another language is a total total mind fuck who are the guys that you were watching as a kid because i mean when i was a kid i was watching like eddie murphy raw and stuff like that so who were the guys that you kind of eddie murphy was you know i never i I really wasn't into stand-up um eddie murphy of course and then, you know, there was that moment where Dice. Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. You had Dice <laughs> and you had Sam Kennison. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Together. And as a kid, you know, it's just Fuck like, yeah. it's like just crazy fucking shit. crazy. But it was really Eddie Murphy. And then when I got to the army, I met some older black dudes who introduced me to Richard Pryor. Oh, the, mm-hmm. the goat. And that was that a was wrap. It, huh? I was just like, holy fuck. I didn't, you know, I was 19 before I heard Richard Pryor. But the minute I did, I was just like, holy fuck. And I was just enthralled by that guy. And then the next guy who really, really blew me away was Bill Burr in 2008. Mm -hmm. Because I'd never seen a white dude do black material without... You know, there was like back in the day, if you wanted to do black jokes as a white guy, you had to be like, oh, I'm fucking dumb. I got a small dick. I can't dance. You yeah. could never say anything that was hard hitting. Yeah. Like, hey, I actually grew up around you motherfuckers. And Bill's first hour in 2008, if you go back and watch it, it's it, it, that guy's jokes. Yeah. His, his, his jokes about black folks were fucking mind blowing. Mm. Um, and then now more and more, I mean, you know, those are really really the guys i i i like there's a there's there's guys around here that maybe aren't the biggest names yeah um who i love but who, would, who do you who do you see like becoming uh real nationally known here like maybe you know doing some big shows that people will know eventually latino comics that you can say you look out for these guys ken flores ken flores is the one you were saying right not even not even a fucking question really not even a question uh, like I, you gotta I, see this dude man it's I, something like and he's gonna, and he's gonna be out there tomorrow at the yeah. ice house. Yeah, there it is. And he's boy. fucking elect. It's like if you took, like he looked like he looked like if like Genghis Khan was from Downey. <laughs> I've never. He's a big old big old motherfucker, man. <laughs> no, I'm for real, man. Like I've had people like other bookers yeah. have asked me like, is he Hawaiian? I'm like, his last name's Flores, dude. Yeah, he's, yeah, Mexican. he's Mexican. Yeah. Um, but he's got like sort of a Biggie Smalls feel, mm-hmm. just like kind of. Well, What's his Laid comedy? Back. What's his his stick? Oh, man, I I I I don't even want to do an injustice to trying to explain it. All mm. I know is he's probably because I'm a booker too. I book acts, man. I right. see him all the time, and I, like a lot of comics, I'm kind of a cunt about what I like and what yeah. I don't. I'll be the first one to admit it. <laughs> but this guy had me doubled the fuck over, and it's yeah. it, I, I don't even really know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. You just know when you're watching something, something magical. Good, yeah. And for him yeah. to be like, I've been out here for two months. I was like. What Damn. the fuck? Is LA like the one of the biggest cities you could make it in a comedy to make it, or which is like the biggest like city or state that all right, you 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 hit this place, you're, well, you're done. Once again, things are changing because of um the internet and, and social media comics. 
Um, but what they've always said is New York is where you go to become a stand-up, and LA is where you be, go to be an actor. Mm-hmm. So I personally think, and I don't know, it may have changed recently, but I think you're going to see much, much, much better quality stand-up in New York because people only go out there to do stand-up. And there's a million, million places to do it. There's mm-hmm. a million bars that are as good as any comedy club anywhere. In LA, there's basically like five places to do stand-up. That's it. Mm-hmm. So what you get is you get a lot of shitty comedy because you get actors. I think they're comics. And yeah, or just think yeah. like, and and guess what? And one of my favorite things is to be at the comedy store and watch some internet dude get up and be like, because he's a big deal in his own little world. And it's yeah. like, and they'll put him between like three just like actual real comedians and that motherfucker will get up and we're in the back watching we're like all right he's gonna get two minutes is about what your fame will buy you before people boo you off the stage or just yeah they're a savvy crowd and they know it's like and so you do your little fucking do 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 and people are just like so did you write do you have any actual jokes yeah or you just do skits on tiktok yeah so and it's same with actors man they think like oh this is a role like i've i can be a doctor i can be a construction worker i'll be a comedian it's like nah i'm a fucker that's why there's no i mean there's a few but comedy is really one of the only art forms where you can't be young and really successful because you ain't grown yeah and part of what being a comic is part of what being a comic is explaining life to people and if you ain't been through divorce if you ain't never had hemorrhoids if you ain't never fucking had somebody (laughs) take take half your shit yeah yeah, right oh you've never been through a divorce don't tell me about relationships to 26 (laughs) the fuck out of here man (laughs) Uh, let's pay some bills real quick uh what do we got we got uh go go down a little bit there you go Josh R., much love from Indiana. Mishawaka, is that what it's called? Oh, that ain't Indiana, man. That's a that's a, that's a region rat. Great place, though. I love it. Beautiful love freedom. It. Guns, us. Much love, John. This was great. OG Steve, $25 super chat. Salute, Gil and Boo from Eastside, Arlington, the Bronx. Alfonso Gomez, boss for three months. Hey, let's put that that's number right. up there, Chris, that's right. and see if uh, they're going to call in here. Let me see what we got. So you got tomorrow, you got Thursday. You're, you're saying pretty busy doing this, huh? Mm-hmm. How much work is it getting all the acts together? Do you look for them or are they actually trying to contact you? No, I mean, they'll contact me. But if you look at the shows, I, kn- I only use like pros that I know because there's a bunch of them, dude. That's the other thing. There's a lot of really solid Latino comics in L.A., like mm-hmm. legit headlining guys who would just want to try out some new shit. Yeah. And so... You know, I'd almost rather watch a great comic do. Oh, we, do we need to wrap up? No, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. We're trying to connect. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Cool. Just let me know, man. I, I, I'm not talking too much. Nah, um, nah. You know, I'd almost right. rather watch a great comic try new stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can watch your polish shit on Netflix. I want to watch what happens when when, when somebody get, just comes in and just yeah, or just fucks com- it up. or comes in like yeah. Willie Barsena, man. When mm-hmm. Willie gets up with a notebook, I get excited because I'm <laughs> literally watching a comic genius, an old school legend start from like pull shit out that's never been touched and uh, most of it bombs and yeah. he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> dude it's funny as fuck man he came out and he had, he had his notebook this is how old school this dude is yeah. he comes out and he goes uh walks out and he goes how many of you motherfuckers got free tickets <laughs> And a bunch of hands go up. And once he realized that nobody paid, he got his notebook. He's like, I'm not giving you my, my real good material. You can pay money. And he goes, so he's, he's, he's old school. And he's working his shit out. And they're like, yeah. like this. They're like, yeah, he's got his notebook. And he's literally like, yep, here you go. I got a dog. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, nah, hey, fuck you guys. I'm going to try this anyway. And then he's like 20 minutes in and he's telling his story and he goes, I was doing this show, man. I had to do a uh, John open for me in a theater in Bakersfield. This is a great show. People paid. <laughs> oh, I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he goes over there and tries his new material. Well, yeah, but he's right. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and 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 people like it, man. People like to watch. They want to know how the sausage is made. Like, how, how does this process work? How does right. this? And when they realize the, how, what, like. Of all the shit you write, five percent of it kills out of the gate. If that, I mean, is it like rough when somebody gets booed off the stage? Like just to see somebody, like it depends. The, so know? if it's your buddy yeah. who's a pro and he bombs doing new shit, it's yeah. the greatest thing in the world. Because <laughs> yeah. we know how to handle it, and it ain't no big thing. Yeah, but yeah. even for me, watching a new comic bomb yeah. is tough. Because if you don't know how to take that shit. You it's take it home traumatic. With you. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, that motherfucker's going to go home and hang himself, yeah. man. Like, it's like learning the comment section for the right. first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 It's like learning yeah. the comment section. And you also probably go back to your day when you were first fresh. Like, oh, you, f- you feel the pain for that young yeah. guy. Yeah. The older guy, you're like, ah, I'm going to go back, have some drinks. Yeah, that's oh, it's just- hilarious. It's yeah, the greatest yeah. thing in the world, we'll man. And then, the list, yeah. you know, that yeah. one coming back out. So, so do yeah. like guys who are seasoned vets in this thing, let's say you go out there, let's say it's four of us. We're out there having drinks at the bar after we're done. And one of them bombed and he knew that was all his fucking shit he's trying out. You guys just sit there and fucking crack up about all the fucking stupid jokes or what? Uh, it kind of depends only because, you know, you got to be careful because, you know, you're trying new shit next week. <laughs> 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 like at some point, yeah, you're yeah, trying yeah, new you shit out. So the way L.A. works, is a lot of people don't notice, man, is you try your new shit out here. Mm-hmm. For crowds who don't pay, yes. this is where you work your shit out, and okay. then you go out on the road with polished stuff where people are paying for it. Got so when it. you watch like the Willies and these bigger names, uh, you know the reason they're working for twenty bucks on a Wednesday, it ain't for the money, and it ain't because they it's love it so the much. Well, and no, it's because real pros like a guy like Willie. You know, I, I opened for him in Bellflower, man. And this was such an incredible, I wish every young comic could have seen this. I was out, out in the back, I was smoking a joint, and he was selling uh, merch. Mm-hmm. It was a big old line, right? And I was just talking to, because I had a pretty good set, and I was talking to a bunch of the people. And every single person I talked to had a story about when they first saw Willie or whatever, mm-hmm. 1994, 1995. 97 and they're still coming back Dope. year after year after fucking year because mm-hmm. you're getting a new hour every single time wow. and think that. about that and it's like so you know a lot of these young dudes who are like shooting to the moon it's like hey man it's 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 a fucking marathon so willie might not be the biggest name in the world but you know he put three kids through college he got That's a right. house I'm a fucker. He, he, he makes money. All, he, all from a broken girlfriend. He thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's true. That's why you it's need. Life. That's, every now and again, you need. It's like, man, I need some new material. I yeah, need, I need I, a break. So it's pretty, it's pretty much like a focus group for them going to some of these smaller clubs and, and trying out their new material, right? Yeah, yeah. And then also um, getting them to try. You know, it also gives you an ability to work out material in front of other types of crowds. So I'll have white comics who want to ask, like, dude, gotta try a Latino show. Yeah. Pros. Because they're like, I wanna, I wanna know this. I don't get the opportunity to know. Um, you know, I wanna tap into this market and see if it works. Or or not so much tap in, but just like, does my shit hit with this group? Like I feel like if you know, if it's a universal joke. You know, um, hit. Yeah, hit. yeah, and they're they're like, and some of them are like, "Well, you do okay," and I'm like, "Yeah, but I've been doing these for years, man, and I, I speak Spanish, man." I'm yeah, like, "It ain't." Yeah. 
they, they don't they, they don't automatically love white people, dude. That's not, <laughs> you're, you're tapped in. So I'm sorry. I, I have oh. one of my superintendents called. Oh, you should have <laughs> put them on. We're, now, we're, we're gonna have on a comedy show real quick. <laughs> so have you ever seen anybody like almost or even get into a physical fight at a comedy at a comedy show because somebody's going over their time? Because I heard that's a thing. Sometimes they'll they'll take some of your time. Like I say, you're waiting for me, and I'm trying to go over the time. You know, it kind of depends. I mean, if you've got a pro who agrees to do your show, you don't really light them. You know what I mean? So if like. You know, if like a Paul or a Willie or somebody calls me up and they're like, hey, I want to do a spot, you know, you're not going to like that guy. You're not going to be like 12 minutes. You're off. Yeah. You know, as he's doing you a favor, you're mm -hmm. doing the you're doing the crowd a favor. But generally speaking, yeah, you really want to stick to your time. I mean, you're, I'm not going to throw. Well, I heard Carlos Mencia. That's why a lot of the comics used to not like him because they said he would come in there on a show and it wasn't even his night. And of course, the people are like, oh, hey, I want to get on. And Carlos would be like, all right, I'm going to get on. And then after that, he's. Killing the crowd and pretty much taking everybody's time, but yeah, but but they said other comics used to do that before too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I should probably stay on the positive side. You know, I mean, he, he you know, he also just <laughs> fucking the negative side. Know, huh? he, just, he, he stole people's shit, man. And like, that's the fucking. That's yeah. the only uh, real rule there is. You which don't, is don't just steal don't people. steal people's shit. You think yeah. he stole people's stuff uh, though? Because I, he admitted it. Yeah. Did, I don't think he did. He did. He said it on yeah. stage with Rogan. Go pull it up when he's on stage. Or dude, it, it, it was well known. He would sit in the back of the comedy store with a notebook. Yeah. And not only would he steal from big name headliners, like he would do a Cosby bit. But he was funny. That everyone that. knew did, about. I, I did yeah. see the Cosby bit. He, and he, he, where he, everyone knew, like that's almost sociopathic. That would be like if I got up here and was like, "Yo, I wrote this song." You know, here we yeah. go. It's like la 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 bamba, and you would be like, <laughs> so, "Why the fuck would you say?" So, yeah. do you think if he would have admitted it, he would have been all right? Because what's her name got got pretty much the same thing. What's um, white girl? Amy Schumer. Schumer did the same exact thing, except she came out and and said, "Yeah, I did it. I apologize." Uh, I didn't see so many people pressing up on her as much as they did with Carlos because Carlos was an extra spell. He definitely was an extra spell. He had to he had to show after Chappelle. It's possible. He, he was blowing up, and then out of nowhere, you had Joe come out and just fucking bash the hell out of him. And there's other comics that have been stealing jokes. I've never seen anybody else go out there and press up on him. Do you think it had a little bit of do? There's because never been a case in history. The the thing with Amy was, I think, and again, right. I don't have like any inside, but for her, it was, I believe, it was her show. And the ideas and the concepts were similar, but like with Mencia, it was just like everyone knew. And also keep in mind, like the Latino comics turned on it, no, you know, everybody, everybody, everybody was like, "Damn!" Then it turns out he ain't even real. Like his name's Ned. Yeah, Ned, Ned something. <laughs> it's hey, like hey, he's part of Honduran. I'm from Honduras like, too. <laughs> yeah, but you don't walk around like, "Hey, I'm Bruce from Honduras." Yeah, so like I'm, I'm the fucking I'm American cholo, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> hey, but yeah. isn't it hard after a while? It's almost like music. There's if you any song you listen to nowadays, it's almost regurgitated somewhere else. Well, that's why. And you know, when I was when I was starting, one of the things. And by the way, I'm not like great, or I'm not trying to say nothing like that. But that's why you write about your life, mm -hmm. because it, you know your story is your story. And what you also do is, if you get an idea that you know sounds derivative, if you get an idea where you're like. There's no fucking way somebody hasn't done this. You call your buddies and you send a text and you're like, have you heard this before? Because you, you kind of know in your head when you get an idea. Like I had this, I have this bit I do. It's fucking corny, man, but it's about him. It's so dumb. But it's about a Mexican guidance counselor. And he tells me, he's like, John, I want to help you achieve all of your goals. <laughs> now that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> 
that, isn't that corny? Yeah, yeah, but it's funny. It's funny. It so it ask him, ask him. The first dude I text was Martin Moreno. I go, yeah. dude, there's no way somebody hasn't done this. And he never communicates like this. He yeah, said, yeah. L-A-M-A-O. <laughs> and I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, it's funny, dude. And I was like, no shit. Sometimes it's so like, so easy that it's fucking, that it yeah. works, right? Yeah, yeah. But I knew that I jumped on the horn. Mm-hmm. And was like, you, surely you've heard this. And to my stunned surprise, nobody, no one had ever thought of that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, holy shit, man. But yeah, you you want to be sure, um, particularly if it's you think it's something derivative. I mm-hmm. think there was a beef about somebody who had an idea of. It was like two, like a Mexicans got in a car, like two Mexicans got into a car crash and immediately started fixing their own cars. <laughs> Or something like that, and and two well known. I don't. I really don't remember who it was. Yeah. But two well known Latino comics both did that joke, and you could go. I can totally see where, right. you know, that's a derivative thinking thing. Like I could see how two people could come, come up. up with that. But with like him doing the Cosby bit, like that yeah, was the a Cosby very bit was, specific, was, and he's doing it like at the store. I think mm-hmm. though the the Cosby bit though what what he did was he put his own spin on it, but. He was fucking hilarious. I don't care. I don't care who. No, yeah. stuff. He yeah. it, it, to me. I see well, this is the way I see that as far as as far as comedies. It's almost like an actor playing the same role as somebody else who has already played that role. Somebody. They're, they're, how many people have played Cleopatra? They played twenty right. times Cleopatra. Right. But when he came to do his comedy, it was fucking hilarious. What I have heard from many, many, many particular Latino comics is that the guy would fucking murder. I never saw him live, yeah. but a lot of people, oh, it yeah. would be like, and this and that and this, but the yeah. dude would fucking kill. Kill it. Almost He'll... like he didn't need mm-hmm. to, do, yeah, to he, do that. He did. He, 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 he was like, you got a professional singer coming in, he would sing the song that they had their song, and he would kill the song. Like, damn, but this yeah. fucking guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, I also heard he was kind of an asshole. When I, he especially hasn't got back to me like in about a year. <laughs> yeah, which is like, you know, hey, man, it seemed like you could use it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know, like, damn, man. All right, so if you guys want to call, yeah. call 818-538-9330, 818-538-9330. We are trying to get this proud boy a new truck. His old <laughs> truck broke down. <laughs> so. I'm driving a Mini Cooper. Yeah. I'm fully LA now. <laughs> hey, so how long do you guys got the gig? Do uh, you rent out like a, a section at the Ice House? You tell the the people there, I want it for six months, a month. How do you guys work that out? Great thing about stand up, man. Every gig can be your fucking last. Ain't no, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. better kill it, brother. Ain't no yeah. contracts, man. Especially when you talk about some. I'm bringing in a bunch of Mexicans. They're like, mm. now yeah. this is what I will say. Um, <laughs> When I first started pitching Operation Comedy, I was like, look, I'm bringing a bunch of veterans into this place. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, we're not sure. I said, tell you what. This is what I told. It doesn't matter. But it's one of the bigger clubs in L.A. The first show I did there was with Rogan. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, just tell me what the alcohol sales were. Yeah. There you go. I have the show on a Saturday night. Monday morning, you get a call. When can you guys come back? <laughs> And in fairness, I'm not pandering. I said the same thing with Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And kind of like black folks, you guys eat at shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you eat. There's going to be dinner. It's a thing. It's a it's show. A, it's a yeah. show. It's a show. Mm-hmm. Like white people don't really eat at comedy shows. I'm just I'm just telling you. It's not really a thing. But with black people and Latinos, it is. Oh, yeah. We, we like to make an event out of it. Yes, yeah. Give yes. me some appetizers. And drink and good beer, shit. And then yeah, it's, it's old thing. So it was the same thing. They started seeing them food, food and the fucking food alcohol. And we're like, hey. Yeah. Este es chingón. Yes. 
<laughs> so, Proxima Vase, yes. So if, if people want to, you know, maybe want to be considered for your show, do they send you like a reel? They send you, or you just... No, and, and I, I don't do that to be a dick. It's just, if I haven't seen you or if I don't know you... You're not going to get on. You, you, yeah, man, because yeah. it's just, it's a pro, pro, pro show. That's what we're going to do. But from now on, if I haven't <laughs> seen you, if I don't know you, don't ask to come on the but, podcast. Also, you can't tell from a reel. You just yeah. can't. Plus, you can't feel it. No. And watching you, like, Concrete. That's um, the one I was thinking of. Concrete, I didn't know who Concrete he figured was. figured it out. Well, and mm -hmm. I didn't know who he was. But when Willie Barsena pulled him up, Willie Barsena don't vouch for nobody. Mm -hmm. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. And he was like, you got to see this dude. And I was like, really? And that's all I needed to hear. I had mm -hmm. him on my next fucking show. And he murdered it. Concrete has sold out all the shows in the Valley. Uh, he that had it here. Had about four of them. He's been doing it yeah. like the Southern California tour. Yeah. And the beauty is how many people are going there and yeah. selling out the shows yeah. for him. Well, and, the, and, and the real beauty, have you guys met him? Oh, yeah. Yes. We've oh, had yeah. him on the show before. Yeah. Wonderful human cool being. Guy, oh, yeah. dude. Cool him, guy. Him, Renee. Cool. Normally, these kids, mm -hmm. you would think, well, I don't know. He's probably not a kid, but, you know, but fuck when you're old. You're old. <laughs> but when, when people start getting success, now, I love the, you know, there's the, uh, what is it, the 30-year overnight success story. So I asked mm -hmm. Concrete. I said, how long have you been doing this? He couldn't have been any nicer and more humble. And then I finally asked him, I said, how long have you been doing this? And he told me how long he's been doing stand-up. I was like, damn, dude, you're fucking funny because mm -hmm. he killed. He had a great set. And he goes, yeah. but I've been doing the video thing for 17 years. And I'm like, there it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, this shit does not happen Overnight. But all these kids, all these, the names of these guys, they're yes. all really nice dudes, man. Renee, Ken, Concrete, they're, they're fucking nice guys, too, man. And I think Concrete, I don't, did he just really start doing the actual stand up not too long ago? Because he yeah. was just doing the skits, and the skits are hilarious. They were. But I think, I, I, from what I've seen, I've seen that he just kind of really has blossomed into it. And it's a beautiful thing because it seems like he's, he's, he's feeling it. He had, because he is, because he's so humble and a nice dude. I'm not talking at school. The first Monte Martes uh, show I did, he was on it. I had yeah. Ken and Renee and in, in a row, was more, I had Ken, then Renee, then concrete. So Ken gets up and just fucking levels the joint. Then Renee gets up and that kid's smart enough to know, like, Maybe I can't match him material for material, but my crowd work is otherworldly. Mm -hmm. So he starts bringing people up and fucking with them. And so he takes, Ken took it here. Renee just had the place like fucking like rocking. <laughs> and I'm looking at Concrete, man, and he's nervous like a motherfucker, <laughs> man. Yeah. And I was like, and, and, I, and I don't know, I don't know him, dude. Uh -huh. I don't know how long has he been doing. All I know is Willie vouched for him. Mm -hmm. So I figured he was just like a, you know, a long-term pro dude. And I go, hey, man, you want to go up? And he was just like, he just goes, <laughs> and i go what's up man he goes he goes oh, I, was, I was i was just here to try some new shit he had a notebook and i was like man this probably ain't the show for a notebook dude yeah. and he went up and fucking and killed, killed. Oh, i yeah. mean and it was so i got goosebumps i'm yeah. not making up uh, yeah. when you watch a nice dude kill it who who doesn't have a bunch of ego mm -hmm. who isn't like i'm the greatest fucking thing of all time he fucking and he was supposed to do 10 he wound up doing 22 it's like i ain't even lightning i was so happy mm -hmm. for him because uh, he fucking yeah. murdered dude like he really fucking killed and i got stage. i told him i grabbed him i was like dude that was fucking awesome what are you worried about man you good fucking dude you're gonna be that's cool man yeah. Oh, yeah. hey you see the guys go out there and i'm sure since you're a comic you you see at first they're kind of hesitant but then you kind of start seeing them again their stride right is that what yeah. it is yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah particularly yeah yeah but you know it's uh it's it's just been it's been incredible to watch man and it's been a really deeply flattering thing to be a part of man because people ask me all the time they're like why 
you know, I just, I don't know, man. I just click with Mexicans. And, and this ain't, I mean, I'm really, I'm, I, I think it comes through, I'm not pandering, but if you look at what Mexicans really like and what I do in my life, Mexicans really, more than any other culture I've ever met, embrace life. Mm -hmm. And then you get down there and you start learning about how much they embrace death and the way they treat death. Yes. And you're like, well, that's fucking cool. And they, all they wanted, basically what I see is they're always laughing, they're always drinking, and they're always down for a dirty joke. Which I know, I mean, like I'm. Is that is, is that, that not, simple? Yeah, it really is, man. Uh, well, I wanna I wanna want you to tell everybody. No, you know what? Give me a promo, man. Look at the camera and say, uh, say you better watch American Cholo, the podcast or something in Spanish, man. I need it. I need it. Oh uh, man, you don't want me doing no, any I of do. your promos, I do. man. I like, do. Fucking. Me, what are you gonna say? Miren mi entrevista en el American en el canal de American Cholo. Me llamo John Stitz y soy el güero mexicano. Me siento tan feo. Es un pinche desmadre. Cuando hablas español. Cuando hablo español, sueno como... Wait, let me start over, man. Is this live? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, live. man. I'll be like, all right, all right, all right. Hold on, let me think of something. It takes me a second. I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I ain't really Mexican, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> My gears jam a little bit. Hey, he's really from Sinaloa. He speaks right? perfect Spanish <laughs> with no accent. <laughs> totally, man. Totally. You just sent me up here. I got a, got a Coke deal yesterday. <laughs> That's why they sent me up. And he ain't talking about Pepsi either. <laughs> Aunque me siento un pinche desmadre y cuando hablo español sueno como Forrest Gump se cogió a Miklo. De todas modas, este es, este es mi compa, me cae bien. Este es el show más chingón en todos Los Ángeles. Tal vez el pinche el mundo. mundo, cabrón. El cholo americano. Um, el cholo americano. <laughs> chingón. This was yeah. fucking fun. You guys right. are cool as shit, man. Oh, this is a lot God. of fun, Thank you. dude. Thank no, you man, we, we, we got to have you back in here. Yes, and we got to get some of your talent over here. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. Maybe uh, old boy you're talking about that's going to be the next big hit, man. We'd love to have out of yeah, here. Yeah, any right. of those guys are great, man. Yes, uh, yeah. Dope. And with that, I need you to tell people where they can find you if they want tickets. Yeah. Hey, let me know if you got some for me. I can shoot up to the crowd. I do. We I do. Always got some for you, dude. You oh. were one of my earliest, and earliest I told you from the dude. jump, let's do it. You remember man. back in the yeah, day, man. Sure, you were one brother. of the first motherfucker that was for like, sure. anything you need, let me know. Yeah, man. I saw Latino, yeah. you're putting them on. I said, oh, hell yeah, yeah I got you. Like, man. If there's one thing white people do, it's, you know, making money off the talent of brown people. <laughs> like, that's. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you your 50 bucks after the interview. Yeah, 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 here you go. <laughs> my great grandpa worked for Motown. Yeah, so so let people know where they where they can find you or and when your yeah. venues are, what dates are. Yeah, out there. Uh, on Instagram, I'm the Macho Gavacho, and uh, every Tuesday at the Ice House, you look up Mota Martes on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, every Tuesday at the Ice House is Mota Martes, 8 p.m. The gnarliest fucking lineups you can ever imagine, man. Go check us out; it's all killers, front to back. Be one of the best shows you've ever seen. And if it, no gives, if, if it gives you some tickets, I'll let you guys know. We'll get you some tickets for for tomorrow and for Thursday as well, man. Yeah, definitely. Right. With that, yeah, people, yeah. we're out. This is like comedy week on American Cholo. We yep. had Chingo Blinger today. Mm -hmm. I we love got we, we got Big John's uh, today, and tomorrow we got Martin Moreno. So it's mm -hmm. going down the comedy store here in North Hollywood, man. Yeah. With you guys, tap in, tap in, tap in. We're out of here. Thank you guys for watching, man. Make sure to subscribe. Amen. Good stuff.